allow yourself to share with him the here and now. So next 30 seconds, whisper a prayer to the Lord Jesus and give him a brief of the here and now.
tongues and lips didn't make sense to me. And you uh, feel a bit unusual. It says, presence is a feeling that someone is still in place. Who has the feeling? Is that the person who is in the place? Who is not in the place? Or others? Thank you. 
just about what I'm doing. It's about how much are we allowing of, of me to be present to you. It's relational. So for example, if Vivian is very attentive, listening to what I'm saying, I'm more present to her than someone who may be a bit distracted. Although I'm still in the room, my presence to her is different from my presence to someone else. Does that make sense? Because it's a quality, it's a feeling that, that people have about me. So that's the definition of the word presence. <coughs> what else do we have here? The conference is not in presence, it's in his presence. So what do you mean by his presence? He is and Augustine's telling us something very similar. He's saying, he's talking to the people of Israel. Sorry, about the people of Israel. You were present with them in miracles of such a sort that your presence was perceived. Again, about perceiving his presence. For when God's presence with us appears by a miracle, do you see his face with our eyes? No. It's by the effect of the miracle, he intimates to man his presence. I like the word intimate. So through his work, he showed us his presence. So the last thing I want to say after this, which I have got here, is that you don't need to see God, but if you see his work, he's telling you about his presence. He's sharing his presence with you. He's making you feel his presence. So when we go back to his presence, the word his presence, what we, what we mean by it, is actually how the Lord is communicating his presence to us. Through his words, through his words, and we'll see some examples in a minute. Is this starting to make sense? Okay. So let's say it's about the definition of in his presence. So let's see the word presence. The word presence in Hebrew is a panam. Panam is a word that was used plenty of times in the Old Testament. And it's the same word for presence. Where did it come? Let's see some context. Now we're in Exodus 33, 13. I pray if you have found grace in your sight, show me now your way. I may know you that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you. So the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And then the reply was amazing. He said, if your presence doesn't go with us, do not bring us up from you. What does it tell us about God's presence? How is He showing His presence here? How is He manifesting His presence here? Any, any takers? How is the Lord showing, manifesting His presence here? My presence will what? Will go with you. So the Lord is showing His presence through an action. Through, through some works. Does that make sense? So the Lord is saying, my presence will do something so you feel my presence. He hasn't seen him in this context, but he's seen that he will lead them. So there's work that the Lord is doing. What else? The word presence, in Psalm 16, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. What's happening here? How is the Lord showing his presence? Through what? Fullness of joy. 
So the Lord is giving you feelings. You know His presence. Sometimes we feel, we believe that feelings, we don't know where they come from. And feelings is something that is just meant to be based on some thoughts and that's it. But actually, in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. So if you don't feel the presence of the Lord, the Lord's presence means to you, to give you feelings in my presence. So you can enjoy my presence. And you can feel it. So it's not just about doing, it can give you feelings as well. Positive feelings. Have I lost anybody? No? Okay. What else? The same word. Where is the word penang here? Can anybody figure out? Which word is penang?
actually, I see your righteousness, I am sensing your presence. If I see your righteousness, I sense your presence. So it's not just about seeing you with my eyes, but when I pray and I see your righteousness covering me, and I don't need to justify myself, you are justifying me, I feel your presence. Does that make sense? Another verse that says, Your face I will seek. Same words. And this is a beautiful one saying, In the secret place of your presence. So I'm hiding. What does it say to us? What function of presence here? Yes. If you're hiding in a secret place, you feel the Lord's presence. If you look at how many times David the prophet called the Lord, You are my refuge. You are my refuge. And it's not because he saw miracles, but he experienced the Lord being a refuge. So he felt his presence. I think if we get thousands of people trying to make David doubt of his presence, you won't be able to. And you ask him, why do you feel the Lord's presence? He says, because he is actually, I've been hidden. <clears throat> I've hid, sorry. I've hidden his presence. I've enjoyed the joy that his presence gave me. I've had the feelings from his presence. I've had the support and the help from his presence. So he's present to me. So you can't shake me. Because the Lord is present to me. Is it starting to make sense of it? Same thing, the help of his countenance. Oh, David, how are you so sure that the Lord's countenance with you? How are you so sure that he's there and present? He's been helping me. I've been seeing his help day in and day out. He's been supporting me. I have no doubt that he's present to me. Where is the word about 
being in God's presence, we're talking about a state of staying in His presence, a state of enjoying the Lord's presence, a state of being aware of His presence. Can you give me an example of somebody in the Old Testament who was very aware of the Lord's presence, although the Lord wasn't there? David, uh, Elijah, give us the give us the, the, the ensign that he felt he was fully aware of the Lord's presence. When he heard the voice of the wind, so he heard his voice and he was full of his presence. He felt, I can tell you the Lord's presence. Yeah. Anyone else? He was very aware that the Lord is here. I'm thinking of Joseph. I see some notes there. Yeah. He was very aware that the Lord was there when uh, Pharaoh's wife was trying to seduce him, although the Lord wasn't there, as in physically, not there. So what did Joseph have more than me and you? He was very aware that the Lord is here. And as we go through the conference, I want to tell us how to practice the awareness that the Lord is around. How to practice the awareness like David and that, like Joseph, that the Lord is present and that I'm actually aware of His presence, so I'm in His presence. And as again we'll talk tomorrow about not just to practice that, but to believe it and to taste it, to taste the presence that I'm aware that the Lord is around. I have this fear in my heart. So what's the opposite to being aware? Unaware? Denying his presence. So I know he's here, but I don't want to hear about that. Anything else? What's the opposite of awareness? Ignorance. Okay. So I don't, I don't know that he is here. Ignorance, denial, yes. Any other words? Blindness. Blindness, so I'm blind to his presence, so I, I think it's only me. And this is very important, uh, Sami, because what we do is we think that it's me and sin, and it's my choice. And that's what the world is telling us. Come on, you have sin, you have you. And you need to decide, it's your choice, whether you go for sin or don't sin. That's a lie. Because it's denying the Lord's presence. And it's deliberately making you unaware of His presence. Does that make sense? So, Joseph's awareness of His presence, insistence on awareness of His presence, has actually helped him overcome sin. So the moment the devil tells you, that it's just you and the sin, and it's actually your choice. It's you and the laptop, it's your choice. No one's here, it's your choice. You want to do it, we don't. That's a lie. He's actually taking you away of the awareness that you're in His presence. And once you're not in His presence, you're going to fall. Does that make sense to you? So, being in His presence is a state being in His presence is a state of being aware of His presence. Being in His presence is a state of being attentive and receptive to His presence. 
What does that mean? I'll tell you. So if we have we have a lot of electricity in the wires here. You're not so electricity. Also, I'm not an engineer, so forgive my layman's language. Also, electricity means nothing but you mean huge volumes of electricity. The same electricity goes in the same wires, but they can light a, a tiny lamp, but at the same time, they can make a huge and massive sound system work, but it's the same amount of electricity. What decides that the same amount from that tiny lamp as opposed to a massive system? What determines the amount of power needed? How much it can take. How much it can take? Getting close? Oh yeah, I got somebody said right. Someone said resistance. Yes, David. It's resistance. And I find that fascinating. Because the presence of the Lord doesn't change. The more resistance you have, You'd be like a tiny lid, a tiny lamp. You get a you get tiny bits of his presence. The lower the resistance, the more you can take out of his presence. Does that make sense? So the state of being in God's presence, it actually is a state of lowering your resistance, letting go of your guards, so the presence of the Lord can actually become more tangible and felt in your heart. Does that make sense? For example, if I'm talking now to you, as I said, I'm present to you, and one of you decides, oh, I'm not really interested, so uh, what is it that we're going to do after the talk? You're not allowing my presence, my talk, my, my feelings to go, to go a bit deeper. So you're resisting that. So, you haven't had a lot of my presence. Whereas, if someone is very attentive, really listening, following what I'm saying, interested in what, we're, what I'm doing, you have a bit more of my presence. So it makes sense. So in fact, a lot of times we say, Lord, we want your presence. But we need to be aware that a state of being in His presence is a state of being attentive and receptive to His presence. I know a lot of professionals who experience that by practice. So before they see a client, they make themselves aware and attentive to the Lord's presence by a short prayer as we will learn tomorrow in the workshops. So they bring themselves into the presence of the Lord. So starting to make sense what we mean by in His presence? Why else? It's a state of relating and connecting. Something really interesting happens in psychotherapy. People are having counseling. You can ask a therapist, have you seen Mr. X in therapy? Says, yeah, yeah. How many sessions have you had? We've been together for a year. And then an experienced therapist will ask, do you feel connected? Well, and he might say, well, to be honest, the first 20 sessions, I didn't get any connection. He was there. He was sitting in front of me for an hour, once a week, but he wasn't present in the session. It's an expression that we use. What do you mean he wasn't present? He wasn't connecting. That happens a lot if people aren't used to being in close and intimate relationships. Could be because of previous hurt, 
difficult experience in the past, they feel threatened when people get too close, lots of factors, but in the end, you don't feel connected easily with them. And with the presence of the Lord, they can't connect with the Lord. They have difficulty in actually being open and being exposed to the next one, to the exposure and the nakedness. What's the opposite of exposure and nakedness in the Lord's presence? Hiding, like Adam, yes, hiding. Behind what? What do we hide behind? Masks, yes, lots of masks, lots of covers, cover up. Because we'd be thinking, what am I thinking of me? What is he going to be thinking of me? So we better keep a distance. And that's what the sort of secular world teaches us. Better keep a distance. Don't get too close to protect yourself. But that can stop us from experiencing God's presence. So again, it's a state of being aware of His presence, receptive to His presence, connecting with Him, and being exposed to His presence. What else? Have I lost anybody? I'm about to finish, so don't worry, it's not too long. Really. Now, the other thing is, you can't get in touch with the Lord's presence on the surface. One of the uh, nuns in, uh, in Birmingham was saying that lots of Christians live on the surface of the sea like fish, so they face lots of waves, lots of waves, day in, day out, and it's a struggle. And they might spend all their lives on the surface struggling with the waves. And then she went on to say, other Christians go into the depth where everything is still. So they don't have to fight with the waves because they are deep. And you need to remember, the only place where you can actually feel the fullness of the Lord's presence is when you go deeper and deeper with Him. Because that's where the Lord resides and dwells. It's your heart. It's the depth of your heart. expect to experience the Lord's presence when they are on the surface. And actually what they get is kind of glimpses of His presence. So it doesn't feel true. It doesn't feel real. People feel, well actually everyone talks about the Lord's presence and being in His presence and the joy and the peace and His words. I don't feel it. Maybe you need to go a bit deeper. Maybe you need to stop being at the surface and talking about things on the surface, and talk about the roots of things. Your motives are deep. Your intentions are a bit deep. Your feelings are deep. So you need to get in touch with the depth where you can actually meet with the Lord. It's not because He doesn't want to get to you, but it's because when it's a lot of waves, you don't feel His presence. You need to get a bit deeper. And again, tomorrow we'll hear more about how to go deeper to meet with the Lord and be in His presence. The Lord will see you in the here and now. And I'm of youth 
live in the past. And all the chat they have with the Lord is about yesterday. Whereas actually His presence is to you and offered to you in the here and now. So a lot of our conversations that we have and the prayers is about yesterday, is about the past. But we miss the here and now. So maybe we go into a prayer, we talk about our past and we do nothing about the here and now. So we don't experience the fullness of His presence. And we feel, I didn't get any joy or peace, I didn't feel He was with me or supporting me. It's all talks. But you weren't in the here and now. And some talk about fantasy, future. So all the prayer, all the meetings with the Lord is about, I will do. Tomorrow will be, hopefully the next week will be better. But the Lord is saying, oh, about the here and now, I want to meet with you in your heart, in the here and now, so that you enjoy my presence. Is this starting to make sense? It's in fact. But the closer we get to the here and now, the closer we are in, in we are to his presence. In, in in counseling, the here and now can be quite depressing. And a lot of people avoid it. Because the here and now is my failures, my confusion, my problems, my stuckness in my personality and my weaknesses. I don't want to see the here and now. Please talk about something else. And when you avoid the here and now, you are actually missing out on experiencing His presence. Why? Because we said that there's acceptance in His presence. There's forgiveness in His presence. So you're missing out on the, in loads of waves of acceptance, forgiveness, that will make you feel His presence. Making sense? Tomorrow in one of the workshops, we'll touch on how a lot of people see God through the way they were disciplined as children. So if you have that in mind, that here and now means punishment, shouting, beating up, um, disrespect, then you don't want to be the here and now. Because you don't know what, what to expect. Little did you know that in the here and now, in the Lord, you have loads of forgiveness, lots of acceptance that would make you feel His presence. And the last thing is, for His presence to be real, I have to be present. I have to allow His presence to happen when I'm, when I'm here. You know when you talk to somebody and he's not interested? And he's not present on the phone, and you're talking about something really, really exciting, and he's not with you, because he's not present on the phone. He's there, he's hearing you, but he's not fully there. His heart is not there, his passion is not there. So if I want to experience, when we talk about experiencing his presence, in his presence, I need to be present. I need to be myself. One of the uh, new trends, in counseling and therapy, it's called mindfulness, in which people learn how to be mindful of their feelings, mindful of what's going around them, their breathing, environment, believing that when you are aware of, of the here and now, when you are present, you feel better. What we say to that, this is not purely Christian, what we say to that is, 
the moment you are fully there with the Lord, with your feelings, He is there for you. You can feel His presence more. Does that to make sense? Okay. So I'll, I'll stop here and, and find out from you guys if, if you have any questions or comments. So to summarize, we said, this conference is about His presence, and it's quite an experiential conference. So not much theory, but a lot of practice. So first thing we said, the Lord's presence, the word presence, means something beyond existence physically. It's actually the impact of the works of that person that make you feel His presence. And then we moved on to talk about His presence in the Old Testament, the word Penine. We found that it has a lot of uses. And it talks about the feelings, the peace, the joy, the works, they felt the Lord was doing, so they felt His presence very strongly. And then we spoke about the last thing, which is how to be. What does it mean to be in His presence? And we touched on the awareness of His presence, the practice of being attentive, receptive to His feelings, His thoughts, His words, and going deeper to the inner world. So, I'll stop here and see if you have any questions or if you have any comments.